Electromacuted? Is it, is it moving around? No. I just like to touch it. Because when I use the uh, when I use the other one, I don't really get to touch it because of the pop filter, and it, it's fallen off before. Which one? The other oh, mic that I use. Oh, word, word. Yeah, when when there's a guest on the show. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's nice to be able to kind of just do this, you know. I was going to ask you what did you have any? Do you have anything in your Christmas wish list for this year? It's a good your question, Christmas man. Your wish list. That's a really good question. Um, anything that's been sort of. On your mind, I would like to get. I would like to get some new headphones. Ooh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I've got these Shure. Um, I think there's something seventies. They're they're not like very expensive. <laughs> there's something seventies. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I got them like I probably got them like ten years ago. I don't even know. Yeah, if I no, I, I think I, I know which ones. They're I can't remember the model number either, but they're like kind of hard plastic. Mm-hmm. Right? They're shinier Shiny. plastic. Yeah. They're thinner. I like the profile of them a yeah. lot because they fit really nice. Um, they don't have a ton of padding, but they're very flat sounding. I guess you could say. And since I have those, I would like to have some that have a little more, a little more bass. A little more zhuzh. Yeah. You got a little, throw a little zhuzh on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about yourself, man? Oh, no, dude. I'm not done talking about your headphones yet. Okay. I, do you, so have you looked at all at, at any? I like the Auto Technica's. Um, I know Dan Liu has a pair, and I think Mark might have a pair, too. They're the something 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the AT50s or something? Yeah, like... Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know what do, what do they come up with a lot of those little you know those little letters in there. Well, I, I, I'm sure at some point they all came from some sort of methodical structure where it's like, oh, it, it's going to make sense to us, and we're not going to have a thousand products later that we right. still have to try to adhere to this stupid thing. Like but. if they're like the TB30s, that's like the treble boost 30s. Treble boost, baby. You got to have a lot of boost in your, a lot of treble in your headphones. Oh man, that's um, the last thing I want. Yeah, that's why I want to replace those. Those not replace them, but just get something different that I can use. And okay. I like these a lot. These are the those Sony's. Are the, those are Sennheiser HD two eighty Pros. I like those a lot. Yeah, they, those are those are definitely. And these are a nice standard. like they're kind of like a house a good household kind of like they they'll work for anything. They're not super expensive. They're they're versatile and and yeah. effective for the price for sure. I think I mean I think normally they're about a hundred bucks or so, but maybe I'm sure you could. I'm sure there's sales and whatnot the um the audio technicas i'm thinking of what are they called like the atk 50s or something like that. i can't remember i would they're not bad they're like 100 bucks and then they have the 60s that are like 150 and i'm like what's the difference probably there probably is a difference probably is um but those are those ones that'll go on like those black friday sales and all that they'll be like 30 percent off you know um i like those too because i think they fold up which I like ones that fold up. You like to you like to travel about and have things. I'm traveling all the time, man. You know I me. Mean? Yeah, so. dude. You got those fly gigs and fly dates and shit. Flying around the city, with my, <laughs> with flying th- flying around the city in my helicopter. Dude, oh shit, mm-hmm. dude! Why That's are you not taking up. me on that? Got a helicopter for Christmas. What? Yep. It's we just had Thanksgiving. You already, you already got your uh, Christmas gifts. Early Christmas gift. I got a new mattress helicopter? today and a helicopter as well. Uh, all right, Gearbuds, little movie buds. Movie buds. Uh, what? Uh, did you watch The Irishman yet? Yes, I watched that oh, on Saturday. Snake. Yeah, I watched it with think, the fam. Um, I really liked it, yeah. man. I got to be honest, it was way too long. I mean, it was. It didn't bother me in the sense of like some way too long movies. Yeah, but it got really, really long. It's three and a half hours. It was. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I've ever have. Have there? What What movies have been released in the theaters that are three and a half hours long? Schindler's like I'm trying List. To think. I don't know if I, I don't think I saw that in the theater. No, I didn't see it in the theater, but I know I'm it was just trying in the to theater. think of if I've ever experienced that. Like, cause I watched it at home. Obviously, it was on Netflix. I yeah. know it was released in, in theaters as right. well before, but uh, I thought it was weird of, how they're doing. Long, were any of the Lord of the Rings that long? I Speaking don't know. Peter Jackson? I only saw the first one. Yeah. You only saw the first Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Wow. It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, no, yeah. you know, but I like the I like Scorsese. You oh, know, always a big fan. And I thought I thought I thought everyone did a hell of a job acting. Now, obviously, we all know it's like De Niro and Pesci, and it's all the basically every Italian that's ever been in a mobster movie. Well, and it's fi- yeah, it's finally Pacino and and De Niro in a Scorsese movie. Pacino together. killed it, dude. Jimmy I loved Hoffa. his character, man. He was awesome. I love. Did you? I do. Do you ever? Do you check the internet for for takes and reactions ever on stuff like that? Like I, that's no. pretty much what I use like. Twitter you mean for like reviews days. or whatever? Well, basically, it's like I'm like I just saw this thing that everyone's going to be talking about. Let me ch- go to Twitter and see like what some bad takes are on it. And yeah. I've been seeing people sort of like complaining about spoiler people posting spoilers for oh, it. It's like that's you do know Jimmy Hoffa 
is has been dead for 40 that's years. That's funny. Right? That's really funny. Like how this is it's not like he's <laughs> you're spoiling <laughs> history, right? Yeah. I didn't I couldn't understand if the character, the main guy, you know, uh De Niro's character, Frank. Yeah, if he was actually a real guy or if yeah. they kind of just worked him into a story. Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah, I want I did I've, then I've I, I usually do that too and then I went down the Wikipedia rabbit hole yeah. reading about all this this stuff for I sure. liked it though, man. I mean, I, usually I can't hold my attention for three and a half hours. That's especially yeah. at night. I think we started at like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, oh, dang, that's late. Or maybe like eight. But still, I was like, this is going to go until bedtime for sure, you know? And I'll be like, I'll be asleep in an hour usually. Um, But no, made it through, man. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Irishman. What did you think? You liked it, though? I did like it. Oh, I I really liked it. Yeah. I thought the the music was great. Um, How many shots to the head up do you give it? What, what shots to the head everybody kept getting shot in the head in oh movie. yeah dude there was that one slow motion kill i can't remember which one it was when the dude was like falling backwards if he got hit in the hit in the head yeah he shot him backwards and then it got him again yeah up underneath as the he's like falling in slow motion that shit was fucking gnarly like, there was some I cool believe how, good, how crazy real that looked yeah they did a good job they saved a lot of money for those scenes you could tell it oh, was yeah. like no expense on like it didn't look like cg blood like flying out of him or something cg bl- oh yeah no there was none of that for sure I liked um, it. Good. Well, hey, man. Yeah, hey. Episode 30. 30. Gearbuds. It's a big, it's a big episode. It's number 30. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it really means anything, but it is 30. It sounds like a big number. 30 is right? pretty good. It feels like a big 30th number. 30th birthday was always a big, that was that, a big birthday. That was a big birdie. Yeah. Uh, well, sweet, man. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Post-Thanksgiving, I guess, technically. Post-Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, yeah we're doing a special day of recording and release here. This is a first for us. What By now, people are tired of eating turkey you know when you can only make like so many turkey leftovers oh exactly yeah i'm, I'm officially by, i'm out of, I'm, i mean i'm, I'm out, out by day two but like yeah. normal people some people eat like three or four days worth of turkey boy you know that's getting angry even thinking about it yeah i, I mean finally, I'm, i finally because i also got got nicely sick for the the whole duration mm-hmm. i um i'm finally coming out of that and did all of my dishes from it finally today so yeah it's pretty sweet that's good yeah, man. No, yeah. I'm starting to feel so. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still boogery. To be honest with you, I'm a sound little, a little congested. A little congested yeah. here, but you know, you know, I'm eight, alive. 18, 19 percent congested, maybe eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, I've got a little theraflu on deck. You know, I'll use that. Yeah, Get some some nasal spray. Pop though. some antihistos. Well, any any histos in there, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sipping some pills. Yeah. So uh, get right into the symphony here, yeah. man. Symphony of Corrections. Uh, it turns out it as as we you and I have already discussed. It is pronounced Josh Homme, yeah, and not Josh Holmes. So we can clear that one up. I, once I and googled for all. it after the episode, and uh, what co- what does come up is him doing the ice bucket challenge. Yeah. So he's like, "This is Josh Homme, and it's the ice bucket challenge, and it's really quick. It's like a five second video. I had to listen to it a couple times just to hear how he pronounces it. So two to make it true. Sorry, Josh, if you're out there, we apologize for mispronouncing. We're your doing name. we're doing the Lord's work here. Did so. you get a chance to watch that? The video, the movie, not yet. Mm. I still have not. In fact, I forgot about that until now. I, I might do that tonight. It's a good one. Uh, after we get this bad boy oh, shellacking yeah. on the web, um, cool." I don't think we have any. Oh, wait. Well, actually, this isn't really a correction, but this is something that's come up a few times in the past. Uh, so we've talked about the Systech Harmonic Energizer pedal, mm-hmm. which was first brought to our attention by Balthazar Delay, uh, episode 27 guest, and uh, Stingray bought one. And not only did Stingray buy one, but he brought it to me when I was at work, and we listened to it. Oh, okay. And we played it for a while, and we demoed it with the '59 burst. Oh my! Yeah, I think you, yeah, I think you that posted was, a picture. That of was that. look out for look out for a little tone brag because that just Dude. happened. Uh, it was absolutely awesome. Yeah, um, that pedal. I mean, of course, I've talked about, I've gushed about these guitars before, but uh, that it's amazing. But the pedal is super cool and does. I think it does. Something that actually Johnny was talking about with uh, his atomic cock. Mm-hmm. That sort of cocked wah thing, but this one also has a lot of fuzz and gain going on. It's 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 in the same ballpark for sure, um, but that it's super cool and it's one of those pedals when you step on it, it's got that you know it's it's like a big seventies. You could seriously the Irishman murder somebody with one of these things. It's oh, it's big, a big and heavy and angular and metal uh, for sure. 
but uh, you step on it, it's ka-chunk, and it was just yeah. like engages, engage, and like, and and you know when it, you know if you're gonna pedal, pedal, that yeah. you know it's got a lot of it's juice got that real on. click to it. So now I definitely, um, well, first of all, he, he wouldn't let me borrow it because he was buying some other stuff and he wanted to dump, you know try it out himself sure sure but i uh, first of all i want to borrow that from it and i also want to get myself at the very least a clone because it's a cool effect that i don't what do have. they run for like a the one like the exact gotta, version he I gotta had. be real oh the one that he has yeah. i mean those seriously he didn't pay this but those can yeah. go up in the 12 to 1500 oh, range yeah they're very because they're super rare yeah but uh i he didn't pay that much for it and how about a clone like do they have anything reasonable Does that's what i was gonna say i don't actually i haven't researched that yet. i'm cool. sure i would be utterly shocked if there weren't copious amounts of clones available out there. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I'm going to look into that because it's awesome as Had, Did you think about playing it with like a not, you know, 59 burst? No. <laughs> no, like after though, just to be like, oh, let's just play it through a standard like American, you know, standard modern. Uh, yeah. I mean, I see, I hear what you're saying, but also to, you know, we had that guitar. I'm not going to pick up another guitar. Yeah. To play You're going to use that for the max that amount of, yeah, of testing time. Yeah, I want to have my fingers on that. I hear that. On that guitar. Yeah. Because it's amazing. Um, but no, I feel you. I feel you. I still think, I I can tell, I've, there, I've played now a number of guitars with PAS. I kind of know what to expect in mm-hmm. some ways with those p- types of pickups. And I and I think I can I can tell you that it's going to sound good with other oh, yeah. humbuckers. I, sure. and, and I would, and I actually would very much like to try it with a Telecaster and some single coil pickups yeah. too. I haven't done that yet. But yeah, so a little shout out to Stingray and Sistech. Actually, that that SOB is down in Disney right now, checking out the Star Wars oh, really? shit down there. And yeah, I'm pretty jealous of that. So yeah. Stingray, if you're going to listen to this, you know, may the force be with you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got for that. Um, oh, no, wait, no, maybe. You know what? I'm just going to throw this in the symphony because why not? Toss it in. It's an idea. It's a totally random idea I had, and I wanted to. to t- I want to. T- I want to test it on you and tell me if you think it's a good one. Okay. I, I want to start calling cables tone tubes. I like it. You like that mm-hmm. tone tubes? Yeah. You think we can make that a thing? I think it's better than cables. You think it's better? Well, it's the same amount of syllables. Yeah, word. Two syllables. Word. It's a little longer to write it, but like, who's writing anymore? You who's know, writing. And and TTs, you could you call them TTs sometimes, TTs. dude. Just uh, one of your TTs might be going bad down there. <laughs> That's what you got. The right angle of the straight plug. That's right. Uh, well, it's not. It, so if we're going to go like strictly a on a compi- syllabalic argument, sure. Leeds, I think, technically wins that fight because the, bra- oh, the British way of saying it is, oh. is single syllable. Leeds is the coolest. I, that's the coolest. Yeah. But we what need, maybe, we need a, maybe we need a, a, something cooler than cable. Do you think we can make tone tubes work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you could start a cable brand and call it tone tubes. Like that's I I already see the logo, man. It's oh you do yeah. It's a, there's a lightning bolt in it somewhere. Can it be that sweet hot dog one? Yeah, the hot dog guitar. <laughs> yeah, with all the tone tubes sticking yeah, out too. That's actually we'll just focus on the there tubes. You go. Um, <laughs> it's very Chicago. All right, man. Well, good. That was that was a nice little nice little uh, edification, I guess, because I, I really thought that might have come off as a stupid. Would you be like, dude? No, that stickers on guitars right there. <laughs> so all right, cool. We're gonna stick with tone tubes. Speaking of tone tubes, not speaking of tone tubes. We've got social media and stuff. Go hang out with us on Instagram and Facebook and all of our podcast places. Oh man! All right. Well, you know what? Um, I uh, I don't have any I don't have any fuck the police for this week. Yeah. You know, Sting's out there walking around posting. Although pictures I will of say this is actually kind of a, a sort of crossover with the symphony. We never even got to the reason uh, the one that I had for last week because we just went off onto another one that that Nathaniel brought up. Yeah. So, uh, Thanks again, by the way, Nathaniel. Lewis. Dude, freaking awesome episode. That was awesome. Yeah, man. he's the best. He's such a nice. I nice went guy. home and like, I mean, I'd, I'd seen a bunch of his videos, but I hadn't watched every single one. Went and watched, watched, watched them all. Oh, yeah, it's great, yeah, man. I mean, they're just each one's better than the next. Oh wow, hey, I agree. He's 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 amazing. I he's highly recommend, and I wish I would have brought it up when he was here, but I watched it after, and I think I sent it to you. He does the synth solo. On oh, jump. the the jump synth solo with the boss. S-Y-1. And he does like he tunes it at the end, like he drops, he drops the tuning. The, yeah, oh my god, drone, dude! dude. I, I also went back and watched that one because it's badass. And I was thinking about how he was talking. He was like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure I screw up like all the time." And I was like, "Where? Where is it, man?" Like, yeah, exactly. It was flawless. He's, he's such a humble, yeah. nice man. Good hang. Great. It was dude. awesome. I want to have him back. He was cool, he will, and he'll be back for awesome. sure. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, oh, but what I was gonna say is mm-hmm. we almost we almost did yep. it again. Uh, 
the, oh, the really literally the only re, the only thing I had for it last week was that in one of my YouTube related videos recently, uh, one came up that said like must watch how Sting is awesome at bass or whatever the title was, and I and I chose not to watch it. Oh, did that, you did that you was even my, get it like that was my fuck the police? So the was, <laughs> I just chose not to watch. They're a like you can't YouTube get me, video. man. They they do a good job of. Whenever, if you look up like one police video or even like one documentary or whatever on YouTube, now you'll only see police related stuff. Like it's always there. Like I looked up the Andy Summers Telecaster. When when did we talk about that? The strap. Um, No, well, not the not the Guitar Center one. His actual telly that he plays. Oh, oh, I thought. Oh, you're not talking about the one with the Leica photos all over it. No, but but stay tuned because that's coming soon. Word. I got the I got the heads up email, so I'll keep you guys posted when I pick that up. But yeah, I looked up the telly video one time and it was like, you know, the custom shop video where he's interviewing and stuff. And now it's just Andy Summers this and Andy Summers. So maybe I'll click on one next week for a give us a little, for a little police little video. rundown on or that I'll, shit. Or I'll X out them, you know, for a fuck the police. Fuck the police. Official. Uh, ooh, I've got a band buds. Uh, this is because I we've sort of like run out of like our own friends bands that we want to <laughs> shout out all the time. But I remembered one because I went and saw them yeah. with our good buddy Dan. I uh, went and saw Maps Analysis. It's fucking awesome at Sleeping Village, and it was really cool to see them after the fir- after having not seen them for a long time. But the extra cool part was in service to us old fogies who liked them for a long time. They like, ha- I think it was sleeping village themselves put out a questionnaire or what some, I would imagine on the Instagrams or the webs somewhere saying, Hey, what songs do you guys want to hear? And then most people chose old songs that they hadn't sure. played in a long time. So I got to hear all the old songs. That I oh, liked. whoa. Because there, it was, they still played new stuff that I've got to be honest. I hadn't really kept up with their last few albums. So I didn't know a lot of it, but it was pretty awesome to, to hear to hear them playing those old tappy tappy fast tunes. That's uh, a great idea. Yeah, so that was yeah, it was fun. It was a really really good one. When did you go see them last? Like how long ago was it? <sighs> Man, I don't even know. It, it's several years for yeah. sure, at least, you know. Um Did they t- they took a break for a minute, didn't they? I don't I'm I'm not really I know that they've released at least a couple albums since I've really paid attention, which mm-hmm. I think was the last one that I had bought was Perch Patchwork. Yep. Uh, I, yeah, that was the one I got into. Oh, yeah, awesome. And so yeah, the stuff before that's even super really also the stuff that I actually tend to prefer a little bit. Um, but it, it was also weird for me too, because I was mostly friends with Aaron, who's no longer in the band. They used to be a four piece. He, then he left and he's just out in LA working in film. And uh, so now they're just a three piece. And was, that was kind of, it was super cool actually, because Dave totally pulls it off. He sings and plays these crazy guitar parts at wow. the same time. And sometimes even sets like little mini loops and stuff. And Shiraz is super awesome on bass. I mean, he's he's real liquid and mm-hmm. holds everything down on the bottom end. And Chris is, has always been like a super frenetic, kind of all over the place, but still really groovy drummer. So yeah, man, they're, they was awesome. It was a really really good to see see them again for the first time in a long time. It's cool to see how when a band like you know when when one member leaves or is you know lost or whatever, they're you know one down down one guy, and then how they kind of make up for it in certain ways, you know. Yeah, how they, they all sort of like I, you said, like the singer took over, you know, playing the crazy guitar parts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really impressive. Totally. Hey, man. So I think we should just like, I think this is an episode where we should keep it short, keep it to the point, and sure. and just give. I I want to give thanks a little bit and talk about some of the things that maybe you and I could give thanks for in the Gearbuds community in the world for this past year or so. Me too. You got anything that you you want to want to maybe give thanks for? We yeah. Maybe trade off a little bit. Yeah. Given thanks. I want to just do each, we'll each take one and pass it back. All right. Before. Pass it back. Um, do you want to go, you want to go like gear wise or do you want to go Whatever just like you community want. wise? It doesn't matter. Whatever you want. Um, all right. All right. I was thinking of one today that was kind of cool. Like, you know how we're into like really old gear and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the guys who beat up, beat up that gear before it got oh, like to Oh, that's hands. such a good one. Yeah, like, I don't know who the guy who played my jazz bass was before me, but like, I'm thankful that guy existed. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, someone someone who put in the blood, sweat, and tears to to create this thing that now we love. And I'm looking at one of my old guitars sitting yeah. right there, and somebody put a whole heck of yeah. wear and work on that thing that made it a better instrument that I passed it down to me so that I get to now play. Exactly. Wow. That's such man. Hell yeah. All right. Wow. We're, that you just uh, you just hit yeah, you hit one right out of the park. Beat right that. Out of the no. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Th- I can't. I don't have anything that can beat that. Being thankful is not a competition. But let me let me just let me just fold that one into the one that I want to give thanks for, which is this podcast in general, the past year. All right. Uh, and, and you know, it's, 
it's, I've gotten to connect and reconnect with, with you as my co-host and friend and old musician buddy. Yeah, buddy. And that's been super awesome. It has been. Uh, also all the, the guests that we've had on and gotten to just like hang out with them and do, not only do the podcast and get to put out this really cool thing in the world that we both really love, but also just the hangouts that we get to have before and after. And since then, you know, seeing how that sort of continued and evolved just coming out of the show. Yeah, and it, you just never stop learning about new stuff or even just different ways to look at stuff. And um, and it's all music. We all we yes. get to keep digging into into music and creating the thing that we love so much and, and the things that we use to create the thing that we love so much yeah. and how that influences that thing and and but it, and it's and it's become so much more centralized in my just sort of day, daily day to day life. I'm really thankful for that because it's something that is so important to, to me and you. And yeah, now it's it's just always at the forefront of stuff that we're thinking and doing. I totally agree, man. That's, that's beautifully put. Wow. I, I guess I, I guess I can't beat that. <laughs> well, no, I still, I, yeah. there's more. I, I feel like keep going. I feel like it, it's also been, been nice in a sense of discipline. Like here we are on Monday and you know, we've committed to this getting out every mm-hmm. Monday thing. So it's like, we're going to fucking get it out. You know, we couldn't get just because you, you know, people at Thanksgiving holiday, it's yeah. a crazy time. Yeah, most I was people, out of town. Most shows even sort of take a week off, mm-hmm. but like, we're like, nah, man, nah, son, we're going to get this out. I was thinking about that too, man. I mean, I've, I've been in bands that didn't even practice once a week yeah. for how, like the stretch that we've been on right now. Yeah, so exactly. That's great. So <laughs> I, I, it's, that's, I, it's a great exercise. It's yeah. something that I'm thankful for. And, Me and, too, and I've, and I've noticed it bleeding into other aspects and facets of my life. And, and it's even just like recording the, the, my new music project that I was working on yesterday. And yeah, you know, even like I'm still, I was feeling like absolute shit, but I like still went and did it because I'm committed to like getting stuff, getting stuff done when, when I, while I'm still standing. You know? I love that, man. That's beautiful. Um, so yeah, but it's also, and I mean, and, and, but that in turn is also up my recording skills and I feel a lot more comfortable stepping into a situation like that because we, you and I record and put something out every week and that's just, you know, putting it, in the man hours, putting in the hours, black leather gloves. Well, that's the thing, man. I know, you know, marketing, marketing one one. Um, yeah, if you don't, you know, or even with like your daily Instagram posts, you know, I mean, the fact that you've consistently done that. Oh, I missed another one, by the way. I mean, but yeah, come on. Like, here's it was the Thanksgiving thing. and I was sick, you know, so, you I don't know. think anyone would notice because it kind of shakes it up on the uh, on the gram anyways. I'll get Shake a lot of posts from gram. like four days ago and I was like, oh, cool. All yeah, right. Exactly. You, you, you know? scroll through because it's not it's not all exactly timeline based right. where they give you sort of relevant. I kind of like that. But yeah. Anyways, that's all all to say I'm, I'm thankful for just the podcast in general transitioning into gear buds recently mm-hmm. I and mean, the fact that we're going to be going out to nam and hanging out with folks and it's happening all, man all the stuff going to nam so yeah wow i'm thankful I'm, for that one i'm thankful too man that's really cool hell yeah um i want to do another one yeah um i'm thankful for flat wound strings oh yeah just love them yeah yeah played uh played a bass with rounds you know not not too long ago and just I can't go back, man. So right now it's where my brain's at. It's where my tone's at. So I'm thankful those exist. Which, which flat wounds are they? I use the Diodario. Um, Diodarios. Uh, I like the chromes. Actually, I like the half wounds too, but I think I like the chromes a little better. What, do you know what the gauges are that you use? Uh, I believe they're 100 to 45s. Okay, well, here's the question. Have you, like on the on the instruments that you love flats on yeah. have you done rounds on them yes all of them and what is what is like what's the difference it's weird mean? i think it's just a taste thing you know i think i just kind of got does it sound a lot different or is it more does it feel different like what's the difference yeah for you? they feel different for sure they don't have well, that grittiness yeah. to them um they they're real smooth and they just feel like old you know kind of like um like cello strings or something like yeah, that. yeah exactly. people are... say they feel more like upright strings exactly yeah um and then the tone is just warmer and you know i think if i was using a lot more pedals and really trying to experiment with like a brighter tone you know then i would i would be happy putting yeah. putting rounds back on but, flat uh, wounds yeah flat wounds right, dude fine i'm going to take go to the next one i'm i am so thankful for les pauls all right the the gibson the les gibson paul. les paul yeah i i just i Every, every, I'm in a position where I get to play a bunch of different guitars all the time and try the best stuff in the world. And every time I want to come back to a Gibson Les Paul. It's just, it's just your guitar. It is. I'm I mean, also getting a random phone call right now, so I got to decline on, the it iPad. on my iPads. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's it's a convenient. Little, little distracting yeah. there. Um, so you, yeah, I mean, just the the model, the Les Paul. You always is it that your your ears just always go back to that? Yeah, it's partially my ear, but it's more it's more my hands. Yeah, 
I, and, and I think honestly, it's so much of it is to do with the fact that my first sort of like decently good playing guitar that I got was an Epiphone Les Paul special, mm-hmm. you know, hundred dollar guitar center guitar when I was probably 11 or something like that. And just, I got, I played a lot on that and then I got an Epiphone Les Paul custom. So, was, and so I guess I probably chose that originally because I thought it looked cool. Mm-hmm. So they're there. They know, do look it, beautiful. It comes back to I that. Mean, yeah. But I think the reason that I still love them so much, it, I do think they're sexy as hell and I, and I love looking at them, but it's more, I just, the, they, they just feel right to me. They feel like home. Yeah. Me. You like that radius too. You're all about that radius. I like the there. flat radius. I like the shorter scale length. I like, and, and, and I've also decided not really decided, but I guess, discovered that i i generally prefer the slightly thinner profile on a les paul because they're thicker necks to begin with and when they're more 50s style they can get pretty chunky for sure and some people love that and and i've played some amazing ones but i tend to prefer the more sick 1960 or even like that which is a very skinny late 70s profile yeah the 60s has like the really hard like the the 1960 has a nice hard taper on it doesn't it like at the nut the taper Uh, the nut the width the nut width on it are you talking about behind the neck no, I'm talking about like the width of the the, the width of the neck. I think is oh geez, we're gonna have to throw this in the symphony next week. I think it's one and three quarters. Yeah, yeah, I like I like that a lot. That's a good one for Thank the you. for this for the symphony. That'd be a good one. But yeah, I'm I'm thankful for that, and it's also I guess it's bigger than that too because I've I really feel like especially once I got that VT40, I've settled into a sound that I'm super happy with right now. Like mm-hmm. I've had some great amps, and I still have them that I think sound really cool, but. I never really, I, I could use them sort of interchangeably and, and there's something about playing with the Les Paul into that VT 40 that like, I just, that's the only, that's the sound that I want, you mm-hmm. know? And I, so I'm, I'm thankful for, I guess, finding the thing that kind of made me not want to find other things with guitars. I totally know what you mean, man. I think, and I think that comes with just playing so many years and really like trying all different gear and trying different, you know, whether it feels different or sounds different, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's almost like a quest and I wouldn't say it's over. You never know. You could wake up in five years and just want to try something else for a while. Oh, I can assure you it'll never be yeah. over because there's always other VT forties and less Paul's to try. Yeah. And you know, um, and I think we were talking about this a few weeks ago where you said to me that you were kind of just like, you were really content with like the gear that you have. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and that's something to be. Well, and that's actually something else I want to say too, is that sometimes you do kind of have to try other stuff and, and test that and, you know, figure out if that really is the right thing and, and play other stuff and, and try completely different rigs. And I've, I mean, I've played strictly fenders for a while. I played seven, like only seven strings for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've tried a bunch of different stuff and that's kind of how you, how I was, how I feel confident and comfortable in the fact to say that like Les Paul's my thing. Yeah. You always went back to it. I've always, I've, I always wanted to go back. It's to the old that. friend. It's the old, old friend. Old yeller. So thankful for Les Paul's. Oh yeah, man. What do you got? Um, all right, I'll do one more. It's, yeah. uh, you know what I'm thankful for, man, is like a nice, a nicely constructed, not that I own the best one, but a nicely constructed padded gig bag and you don't have to mess with like hard cases anymore. Okay. Now, All right. I think so like your ca- monos and re- re- mono bags or like, you know, really higher end, like even like yeah. a higher end Roadrunner, you know, bag, like they're making some better stuff now. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I love a good hard case, but, you know, th- I don't even think one will fit in my trunk. Like I'll have to put it in my back seat. You yeah. Know? I feel like I do. That is, I, that is a trend that I've noticed and also felt myself. And I'm, and I'm quite certain I'm going to be making the leap into mono soon. Quick. In fact, probably a double Les Paul bag I Ooh. Think, so i can just carry two <laughs> guitars at once that's gonna have some nice heavy duty straps oh, on yeah. it man for oh, sure yeah. it's not gonna be light <laughs> oh man um oh man yeah, no. <laughs> there it goes but can you imagine because i mean look i'm the kind of guy that i want two guitars at a gig like i don't i mean i just yep. i have to have a backup guitar you know what i want to put that on my christmas wish list which i want to get back to okay. you too about your christmas oh, wish list well, that's do that that would absolutely yeah be on there. i really want a double bass bag too man because I, I i hate bringing i'm i'm the guy who like murphy's law like what can go wrong will go wrong you bring one guitar to a show and it's you're almost guaranteed to break a string or have we done check. i think i feel like we must have have we done the like what you should always make sure you bring to the gig just in case we've probably go we've probably thing. gone over it i feel like that might have been an early in an early like early, before Episode. Single digit episode, maybe? Single digit before we ever even had a guest episode, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, it's possible. First, do you That's remember, the, do you remember who the first guest was? Um, Dan Liu. Or giving thanks. I'm thankful for Dan Liu. I am thankful for Dan Liu as well. 
Um, yeah, so padded padded gig bags. Padded I think. gig bags. Oh, dude, that actually reminds me of my one I wanted to say. Dude, the padded strap that I just got. Yeah, let's talk about Whoa. your new strap. Oh, well, it's not new. It's old. It was a hand-me-down. I, it was kind of just like randomly found. Old and leather, but it's got, it's not super wide, which was the thing that I was first worried doesn't about. doesn't look like a dad strap. It doesn't look like a dad strap. Maybe on, uh, like, to the trained eye, I'm sure it's a little bit of a dad strap. But it's just black. If you really know your straps, you might it's you might got pick it out. It's low key like padding hidden inside that you can't really tell is there. It doesn't yep. look like one of those just weird pillow straps. Yes. Um. And uh, I like it. It, made, it makes such a big difference, man. Because that guitar is so freaking heavy. Uh, I used it, and um, it, it, honestly, it, I don't even notice it now. It's like it's it makes the, a world of difference. So that's huge when you have a, a when your strap. guitar weighs how many pounds it's like, i don't know it's like a baker's dozen <laughs> i'm not sure exactly what it that's is. important though man it's super heavy everyone that picks that guitar was like what we but, always we were joking i think i brought it up when he was here but paul had like an elasti strap yeah he, the had, a, bouncy he strap. had a 70s like a really cool 70s les paul um and it weighed a ton but i remember boing, he, boing, he was boing. like he bought the strap and every time he'd move he'd really get that momentum going and bounce around oh, so yeah. i don't recommend those but that looks that looks great man now we were talking you said if you could do one improvement to it and if this company's out there we'd like to know oh yeah you're but right. if they had if they had the exact same profile and padding but nylon instead of leather maybe even just nylon on the, on inside. the inside right right yeah so it's just slidesies i, I prefer the slidesies is that going to be our claim to fame we're going to make the gear buds strap that are your that's cables company low-key <laughs> dude that's okay okay so tone tubes yeah it's going to make we're going to make cables and then we're also going we're to make branch high off end straps Oh, well, we gotta we gotta think of a good strap name. Strap-ons? No, that's too easy. That's done, right? That's gotta be done. All right, we'll we'll put we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. and come back to it. But we've got all right. So we've got tone tubes, and we've got uh, whatever the strap. Maybe a new we strap. Low company. key, low key padding. I bet, dude, somebody has to make this already. We'll have to we'll we'll do some investigation. Throw in the symphony. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm thankful for that strap. Dad strap. For straps. sure. Been thankful for my dad strap. <laughs> I've got. I've seriously you, considered just like hogging out a big chunk of wood out of the back of that guitar just to make it a little bit lighter. And now it's. I yeah, don't have to because it that would have been. Me. That would have been sad. Um, I told you I, I got one that came with a bass that I bought a long time ago, and it's got to be from the seventies or eighties. And it's I don't know how many inches is this? Maybe like four and a half, five inches, something like that, from there to there, uh-huh. wide. And then just swayed. So oh, it just like dear. doesn't move at all. Oh, man. And I, uh, when I got it, I don't know why I even kept it. It had like salt stains on it from somebody who had just sweat, you know, all over that thing and not washed it. So I washed it, got it, you know, got it cleaned up. Give it a up. good washing. I just, I just threw some leather cleaner on it. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out all right. All right. Yeah. You still have it? Oh, yeah. Where is it? Uh, I think I use it with the acoustic bass now. Oh. Because that thing weighs, you know, it doesn't weigh that much, but it's, it's just really, a big... It's really five inches wide. That's insane. Maybe four and a half if you're, if you're being conservative. <laughs> so big. I feel like three, when you when you look at like websites, I feel like three inches is three like is the, the wide That's strap. dad strap. Yeah, that's, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. What is mine? Is that two and a half? Probably? I bet you got a two and a half I, I don't there. think that's three inches. No way. It's not. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good looking strap there. It's a good looking strap over there. Good looking straps. <laughs> good looking straps. Could be any strap company. Oh man, I was trying to work earbuds into a strap, but I've got nothing. Strap buds. Strap buds. It doesn't really horrible. doesn't have a great ring to it. <laughs> That's just when you give up. You're like, yeah, I guess it's just called strap buds. It's called fucking strap buds. Watch it'll shit. catch on. Strap buds. <laughs> now that I say it like six times, it's no, it's good. it's worse though. So you said you wanted to, do you have anything more that that we should give thanks for? Or do you want to come back to this jumping right ahead in the holiday season to the Christmas wish list? Um, we can kind of bounce back and forth. I think that the wish list kind of inspiring me to get some things that I'm thankful what for you, too. Yeah. What do you got? Well, so what do you, what else? What well, else do you want on the wish list? I'd like to get a nice bass fuzz pedal. Ooh. Okay. Do you, are you still, are you still interested in the daredevil? Yeah. Yeah. I really want Which the, one is, uh, is that the alchemy. Is that what that it's, it's called? The, um, amazing bass. I think they call it. Oh, okay. I don't know where I got alchemy from. Weird. Anyways, is it called? I no. don't know. Damn it! Uh, we'll, we'll have we'll to throw have that to in Which is actually, I before we almighty base. Uh, did I tell you I hung out with Johnny? No. Well, at the at the sh- when he came in. No, no, no. He so. Uh, oh, dude! I guess. Do you mind if do do you mind if we get take take a quick thing where I get to tell a pretty cool story? This is what this show is, oh, man. Okay, sweet. I you already knew this, but High and Fire came into the store and they yes. did like a recording thing and. Matt Pike was just in there and he's he's a Les Paul hound and guitar hound and has tons of them. And so like every time he comes in, he, he wants to 
get a guitar. So I kind of just swooped right in and decided I was going to help him and hung out with him for about an hour, just like sitting in a room playing Les Pauls and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, so uh, it was awesome. He actually wanted, he's like, I got too many Les Pauls. I got to buy an SG. So like I sold an SG. Great. He bought like an 80s SG, which oh, is pretty cool. badass. Yeah. Um, but they were awesome. And then I actually, so then I went and helped out. Um, we, Didn't you help we, record? Yeah. So we, we recorded an interview and such with Jeff, the bass player from High on Fire, uh, helped out with the sound and that. And then um, he actually bought an H9, even tight H9 as well, because he wants to do like some sort of pitch, pitch shifty stuff. But they're they're awesome. They're like, hey, you want to you want to come to the show tonight? So they put me on the list. I was like, all right, sweet. So I went and showed up, and not only had they put me on the list, but they actually gave me all access an all access pass. Oh wow! So I like you know was just like backstage and hanging out in there in the dressing room with High and Fire, which is amazing because like you know you think about these guys and like like metal partiers or whatever. It was like the most chill, <laughs> serene, like yeah, low key right. dressing room I've ever been in in my life for sure. There was literally just bottled water back there, yeah. and people just like hanging out, hang, having a civilized conversation and that was it that's uh, yeah man i mean that's that's how you got to be if you really want to keep going and you know I th- yeah you know so not to be not to be too cheesy about it but i i would say that the, i guess before we get too far away into the christmas wish list thing i want to say i do want to say that i am thankful for chicago music exchange and the opportunities that it affords me cool. just to like learn about this gear that we love to talk about and ha- get hands-on experience with it and also meet some of the coolest, just like bet- most badass musicians in the world that want to come in and check out the stuff we've got there. Um, I also want to say congrats on your video, man. Oh, the, the 60 second riffs. Dude, yeah, right. Congrats, man. Is I mean, that what it's called? Six, um, I don't know. I can't so, remember. I just know you were making some cool, to- some cool tones and playing some cool. Oh riffs, yeah. Man. That was that Strymon dude. Yeah. That turned out, that thing sounded really good in that video for it sure. It really was cool, man. Were you I nervous? Really like how, what was that like? Well, it was I'm not really nervous. The thing that I was nervous about was I was the way we had it set up. I was the only person monitoring. So I only, I was the only person of the shoot that like knew what it sounded like oh so if it if it sounded bad it was on me and yeah. we just like wouldn't be able to use it or whatever <laughs> right uh, but it turned i thought it sounded really good so well, how did you monitor it like did they just put a mic in front of an amp or was it direct in no the strymon that pedal is all about the direct in mm-hmm. thing so okay. it's that was just direct into universal audio apollo interface and, and then you just check it with headphones I just, and, and like, i was just listening on headphones and we yeah. we're using the smaller apollo uh, i guess those are the twins uh that only has one headphone output, so it was just me listening to it, and uh, yeah, fucking it's awesome. And, dude. Well, and and John, the guy who does the video stuff there, is super talented with okay. the way he shoots and edits everything yeah. too. So I was really stoked at how it turned out with all the overlay graphics yeah, going on and everything. That's yeah, what I'm saying, it was man. pretty cool. Are you gonna? You got to do some more. I'm excited. I just so happen to be shooting another one on Thursday, dude. so I don't think I can talk about no, it. No, probably yet, not. But, right? but yeah, we'll you know we'll. We'll, we'll pimp it once, uh, once oh, it goes. Yeah, I'll on pimp you out after that comes out, man. <laughs> no, I wanted to say congrats, dude. You sent that to me. And you, you didn't tell me. I think you might have told me you were going to shoot something, but I didn't really realize it was going to be you playing or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, proud of you, man. That was, oh, that was thanks, cool. Dude. I'm thankful yeah. for you. Oh, wow. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, was gonna, I definitely inspiring, was going to be thankful for you as well, but then it'll just sound contrived if no. I do it now. We're thankful. Uh, yeah, but uh, I will say that the next one, uh, I actually get to do like, talking and and whatnot so if there's a way for me to just be like yo henry from gear buds in the house yeah. i would never do that but yeah you know well i was gonna say definitely definitely pimp the podcast yeah, but also, also oh that one you know what i'm i'm just putting it out there in the world at one point i will wear a gear a gear buds t-shirt yes when we do that just because move. just because you know it's you know i gotta do you gotta do it man that'd it's be the cool internet. man a little shameless promotion we gotta make shirts now um yeah that's happening yeah um I was going to say, and also, you know, for listeners who don't know, you, you did do some Zounds videos back in the day. How did this oh, compare? Oh, I did a lot. I did a lot of weird video and audio was stuff Was this back a comparison? Day. Like, was it? This was a infinitely better. Be- right. I mean, the, the technology has progressed so sure, much with sure. the cameras and everything, but they also have awesome lighting and, and great, not that GearWire didn't have great technicians, but mm-hmm. it's just, the, the, it's a much more highly professionalized sort of experience with really talented folks that made it really easy to do Fuck it. So yeah. yeah, every, every part of it was better. And I was playing a, an amazing custom shop, Les Paul and a, an amazing custom shop telly. Like yeah. that's always a fun thing to yeah, do. Dude. And those sound really different from each other. Yeah. And that's, that was, that was by design. <laughs> that I was wanted, idea, I wanted yeah. to do different sounds with different. Oh, I was going to ask that stuff. too. Did you get to like pick the guitars that you wanted to use? Everything about it. Yeah. yeah it, was, it, was up to, it was just like, Hey, here's the pedal. Uh, 
what do you want to do with it? And I took it home, learned, you know, learned what it does and sure. figured it out. And I was like, all right, I'll do like three different sounds. Yeah. And they actually, it was a good, you know, it was a good dynamic of like all three different kind of, you know, settings that that thing has. Word. So yeah, go check it out in the yeah. old Chicago Music Exchange Instagram. There's, there's a video. Love it. Um, and I got a little FaceTime, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Was, like I, I got like, a little, little swooping beard going on. Yeah. Uh, I was looking, I was looking all right that day. I don't mind. Um, all right, man, let's talk about, let's get greedy. All right. Let's talk about stuff that we want. Cause I just, I realized that I've got a whole list of shit that I want. Okay. Why don't you go first? All right, man. Um, we already talked about it. Okay. I want an even, an even tight H9. Mm. I finally want to get one of those things. They're so powerful. Very cool. And the only pedals that I'm using right now that I use with any regularity are just distortion and fuzz pedals. And I want something that does all the other stuff really well. And so I don't think I need, I think, I think part of the larger plan is, you know, I've got the boss MS three switcher mm-hmm. and the idea was that I would have three loops and then I would use the effects that are in there. Well, I realize I'm not actually really using the effects that are in there. So okay. I think I want to get the one that does five loops and then just have five. And then you can, attach. And, I'll just, and I won't have anything built in, you know, I'll sell the MS three, get the ES five, just do the five loop switcher right? and then have like five or six different pedals instead of just like the three. That I'm what is the right even tied? Like, what do you think it does the best? Like delay or, it does amazing delays, amazing reverbs, and ama- amazing weird, crazy pitch shifting stuff. Cool. Um, that which that that would be predominantly what I would use it for. It does it does like distortion and and modulation, you know, phaser chorus, which I'm sure I'll check that out too. I know that it does a really cool, like Univibe Leslie type sound. Um, but the other the other really exciting thing about the H9 is that you can with like an iPad, like I have right in front of me, or your phone. You can do super deep, real time, cool editing with it. So, like, you're playing whatever, and then it's connected via Bluetooth, and then you can just like change the delay time or whatever on the iPad or your phone, and it'll like in real time change the pedal that you're playing. So oh, okay. It's pretty neat. Whoa. Um, for all that kind of fancy. Plus, Eventide rules, man. They've oh, they've been dude, in the game. Eventide they know what's rules, up, indeed. Yeah. yeah, all big time. So that's that's I feel like kind of the top of my list right now. Did we know anyone that had one of those? I thought. Oh, Dan Lou's got. Yeah, one Dan Lou's got an Eventide. Um, yeah, they're they're pretty. Is it the H9? Is it the same one? Yeah, the white one. That's where I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I really want one of those. Um, Just like Danny's got, because they're so nice. Just get it. I will. (laughs) Actually, I'm not even sure what... what, what presets or anything Dan uses on there? I've got to ask that. Yeah, because you, you can build all your. I mean, you can customize a bunch of shit. Totally. Right? Yeah. And, but there's if you get the H9 Max, which is that's the other thing about it. I guess I should mention is that you can either get it. There are I think three different versions. They're all the same hardware wise, but you can it has dif- different amounts of software loaded on it. So the most expensive one has all of them, and then the like the lowest one say only has like ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can demo any of them and try any of them out, but then you have to buy them. Hmm. Um, I would realistically get the max and just get all of them on there because i want all the sounds you know yeah man we have also talked about another thing on my christmas wish list because it's already in progress my 12 string box yeah i was i don't want to like yeah yeah you, thanks, thanks. You didn't want to step on my toes. I nope. like that. I, I was giving a little dramatic pause, and, got, and you and you, and you uh, stuck with it. Uh, you yes ended my pause. Yes, I am. Uh, so yeah, <clears throat> because you know, loyal listeners will know that I've had this twelve uh, string project in the works for a while, and it's actually coming to real fruition. And there have been text messages about it, and 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 Zach is a capable, beautiful man who's taking this project on. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. So oh, I yeah. guess I guess it, that's p- part of the Christmas wish list. Then is that body in itself but also you know i gotta get some pick uh, yeah some, i mean some lucky because you picked out mostly of what you wanted right yeah you know said so you still didn't settle I, on the pickups i haven't yet? settled on the pickups only because i've played a couple really sweet 12 string original you know, like a fender electric 12 right. from the 60s that has those split single coils mm-hmm. sort of like the electric guitar they version like of the, little the mustang pickups pick, almost. or yeah. the mustang right yeah. um those things sound pretty freaking awesome yeah <sighs> I don't know. I but well, I also really really love the idea of filter trons. Are you going to do two sets? <clears throat> I, I mean, you're going to have it switchable like a three-way switch or something or Yeah, at least at like least a, you're going to do a pickups. neck and a bridge, right? Yeah, exactly. So you could do two different ones. Yeah, but then I'm worried that <clears throat> they might get weird. I think that might look kind of weird. I haven't seen See, I like that though. Filtertron mixed with just yeah. the split pickup like that before, which is kind of, which could be unique and interesting, but I also I don't think there's going to be a pick guard on this guitar. I think it's going right. to be directly routed into the top, and I don't know if I want to make such a wacky decision with such a an important I thing. I think if you did the Filtertron, you'd have to do maybe, I mean just for looks wise, something else, you know, for the other pickup. 
Really? Well, because you, you, th- you don't like the dual filter tron thing. I like dual filter trons, but you were talking about doing the um, like the twelve string pickups. Right. So I would do one one filter tron, one twelve string pickup set of twelve string, like the two. The, the two. Yeah, that's what I was the saying. Split. That, yeah, that yeah. Might look, You know what? That's it what I'm like? saying. I think that would kind of look like the PJ bass. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Which. I'm, I've I gotten used like to, that, yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't know if it'll look good on, on that. A, not on like a telly body and a cool piece of wood and like, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Which I don't even know the, what the wood is going to be. How about just I'm, a big fat humbucker? Well, a, a filter tron would be a humbucker. It's yeah. just a different kind, but it's a different one. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I should, maybe I should do a filter tron in the neck and something different in the bridge. No, I think if I, if I did the split 12 string pickup, I would want that in the neck. I see this is, I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Maybe I should just go do it and do a traditional style and do dual, like both of the split 12 string pickups, neck and bridge. Yeah. Cause that's how those fenders were. Right. right. Had two sets of them, which by the way, I've played the new fender. What is it? The alternate reality. Yeah. 12 string. Uh, they're like Mexican made around a thousand bucks. Those sure. things are pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, huh. st- like it's kind of shockingly awesome. What body styles are they using? It's like a strap body. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. The Does same, it have the hockey headstock? It's got the hockey headstock. Okay. Yeah. It's awesome. I dig right. it. I dig it a lot. Yeah. Those alternate realities mess with my head, man. Like I look at them and I'm just like, that just doesn't look right. Well, you're just so used vortex. to looking at something. You know so- what else I tried that I think you might actually hate is the... The one that's like it's sort of like if they made if the jazz bass was an electric guitar, oh, and it's even got that sort of like jazz. It's like the body is kind of offset the jazz bass offset thing, and yeah. Then it's also got the like metal plate and for the control knobs and everything. Yeah, um, I kind of like it. It's kind of weird and like ugly in an interesting way. But I have a feeling as jazz bass boy, you might be a little offended by it's this. It's just thing. like what? <laughs> no, I, I have to. I have to look at a picture of it. Yeah, I'm trying to it's, imagine. And, and honestly, the picture, I don't think I. I think I liked it more in, in person. person yeah. yeah. Exactly. That happens a lot. But I can still see you being just like purest vintage. Like my brain jazz is just, boy. I'm just start walking in circles, <laughs> like short circuit. It was like a white flag pops out of your yeah, ear. Yeah, like you're out. Just leave. All right. So those are a couple of my uh, those are a couple of my wants and wishes. What do you got, man? Wants and wishes. Well, we I said the uh, the fuzz pedal would be cool. Yeah. All right. So um, we never got back to it. Like trying to go back. Daredevil. To so uh, I like the almighty bass. But yeah. I've been, I I showed you some listings. I was looking at all different kinds, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know the EBS. Make yeah. there you can get them for like like sixty dollars shipped. So I was like, well, it doesn't have a great over. What I do like about that one, I think that one goes between overdrive and fuzz. You've got okay. an option to go either, but they both and it's not an expensive pedal, so they both kind of have that really digital kind of boss sound to it a little bit. Hmm. If that makes sense. Um, I haven't actually tried. I've I think I it was like. I know I've used one of their bass pedals, but I can't remember which one it was. It was not. It was definitely not the fuzz. I, yeah, and it was, I remember liking it. I think it's but called I like the Mo Fuzz, which is kind of a dumb. <laughs> you know me. I'm very superficial when it comes to pedals. Like oh, they dude. have to look cool. They have to be kind of like you know. People kind of have to like want you one. You know, what? I've got an idea. We'll just uh, refinish your pedals and we'll just put cover them in stickers. Well. <laughs> Pick eh, that might not be too bad actually. That actually might be yeah. Pretty stickers cool. on a pedal, I might yeah. be all right with. Um, I was gonna say I I really love my fuzz god though. You know, I would hate to just yeah. put it off to the side. I mean, Dude, I think, nothing says you can't have. You've already got that big ass board. I know. You should fucking just have another fuzz pedal. The board's on there. just too large. I think you maybe maybe you should maybe you should flip that board and, and get yourself a smaller board. Well, you know what's funny? That board's pretty full. I mean, I've I've never really mounted everything down. That's what I'm perfectly. saying. You've got that's that's a swirly mess. But it's yeah. Well, it's because we I'm get running, you on a much smaller board. I'm running the looper to the um to the micro. Right, exactly. And that micro synth does take up quite a bit of real estate. Yeah, it's like I just feel like we need to quarter, get you. Yeah. I, we need to get you into a pedal train. Just a okay. nice little pedal train with a bag. I like it. Yeah, I like to get you into it. Uh, yeah, Sales right. fit. <laughs> Henry, the used car salesman over here. I love it. I just, I, I feel like, cause then you'll feel better about having two fuzz pedals on there. Cause you'll see how tight they can You know be what I would like have that. to do, man? I'd have to come in and maybe would they get, let me put a, put some pedals on a board. Dude, there's a, there, what well, I don't want to do is, after we're done with this, yeah. we're going to go, there's a service. Oh. I think it's on pedal trains website and you can actually just like pick the size, literally type the pedals that yep. you have in yep. and then see. Cool. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Cause nice. I want to do, I, and actually I want to do the same thing. So I guess I have a pedal board on my wish list now. Me too. Now I do too. Talk myself into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else though, man. Yeah. It's like, so, you know, fuzz pedals, the EBS I've been looking at, but um, like, again, it was one of those things where the demo sounded really good, but I don't know if that would really translate into what, you know, what I would use it with. try it. I know. Um, But they're, they're discontinued. They're hard to find now. Um, Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm all good on like 
delay and everything like that, yeah. I think. Um, I'd like a new, you know, like a new cable, maybe. New tone tube? Yeah, maybe a new tone tube. Dude, okay. Yeah. How about this? How about we make you one? We'll be the first tone tubes tone tube. Dude, I would use it. That'd be cool. All right. Yeah. I do have that divine noise, which I really like a yeah, lot. Yeah, divine noise is nice. That was That's a nice pedal. That was I a, really like that their, was a their gift, tone tubes. So. It'd be hard, but I want a better one for home. Maybe you know, like a nice, nice long one. I got. I'm all wired up at home to my practice amp, where it's like I've got to kind of stand in the general area oh, of yeah. the amp. You Dude, know. maybe it's time to go wireless. We get a nice wireless yeah, system going. Just, then you could just slap that bass all around the house. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Um, and I've then, thought about it a few different times. In fact, I at one time in my life had a really shitty, I think, Nady one. Yeah, that's just barely worked. Um, but I do, I do like that idea of just like wirelessly going wherever I, I want, I and could, shredding. I could definitely do it like around the house. I would never trust like bringing one of those things to a show, though, man. I'd be so freaked out. All right, what about if you're playing like some giant stage and you got and you can more fully rock out? Right, really run around. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I get. No? I kind of clam up. I like stay in the same spot. You know. Oh man. I I don't know. You rock out. What are you? Talking no, I rock about? out. No, you're, I'd be. I would just be paranoid. Out. Like something. You know what it was, man? It was in Spinal Tap when he's at the Air Force Base, and the thing starts. He oh, you start hearing yeah. the over the air frequencies. Like something like that would happen to me for I sure. Feel you. you know. So. Yeah, you just got to. You, you're a hardcore truster of tone tubes i just love the dude give me a give me a cord going straight in hardwired torn to tone tube um i have one more thing on my oh yeah on my wish list that this is going to excite you um a lot so i've decided i've been looking at tube amps for bass well yeah. specifically vintage tube amps specifically something in the vein of like an old trainer you know yeah, bass master something like that mm. um even like a, a cool fender baseman you know um I, st- I had a, v- a V4B for a while. Mm-hmm. I fucking miss that thing. Yeah. And I don't even know if I would gig with it, but I would just love to have it at the space. Yeah, man. You, gotta, you know? I mean, why not? I know. Um, you know, because my, my heads are fine for, for gigging and stuff, but I would love to have something that would just be really fun to crank. I think like, your heads sound really good. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's we're always on the, the, the tone quest. The tone quest, you know? So I'm just letting you know. It, I want the orange, but I think the, the problem with the orange is it's, it's like, three times the price of what I want to spend, yeah. you know, I want to stay in the 500, 600 range yeah. and like find something around there. So dude, just get a couple extra hundy, sell one of the Mark bases. You I know need, you don't need two of those motherfuckers. I know the other was kind of more of a backup, but I, I bring it to gigs, you know, and I've yeah. actually had to use it before. Oh really? Yeah. I had a time where someone needed it after the, the band after us played uh-huh. and they brought their own head and then it wasn't working. And I was like, well, instead of using my, dude, fuck those other bands. I was like, I know, right. Just be a dick. <laughs> Have you ever had to do that? Like run out and get somebody like your guitar or anything like that? Yeah, I've totally, I've, I've done I've it. Absolutely done that yeah. a number of times. And and I've borrowed, I don't know if I've ever had like an amp. Have you ever had to borrow? Or a guitar go out. Yeah. But I've definitely had stuff break and like have to figure it out or whatever. I gigged that V4B one time at, um, what's that place on Milwaukee? The Iron. Um, Flatiron? Flatiron. And I brought the V4B. I'd just gotten it. I was so excited. I don't even think I had it like fixed up yet. I just was that, brought it. Was it already the Flatiron or was it still the Blue Note? I think it was Blue Note. Yep. Yeah, yep. Good call, man. And uh, I showed up and I bring this thing, you know, and the sound guy's like, all right, man. And they, he's like, well, we're going to direct, we, you know, we don't have enough mics, so we're going to direct you. So they just ran a direct box through the V4B and I was like, oh, so that was kind of, kind of silly. Bummer. You no, know, that was a bummer. Yeah. That was one of the only times I ever gigged with that thing, so you know well i mean they certainly come up for affordable numbers the v4bs do yeah. pop up once in a while and the trainers too i feel like they're still like there's awareness but they're still kind of slept on i know you know the people that know snap them up and buy buy up a bunch of them people like johnny yeah but uh well i like the v4b because it's like 100 watts where i think the trainers are like 60 right pretty sure the trainers Which are tra- well, like the yba or is it? i think those are 60 watts yeah yeah because i know uh uh our buddy johnny we share the space with mm-hmm. our other buddy johnny he's got it he's got one that he left there for like a little while and i played through it and it sounded good but just not not quite enough not enough you need more you need more power for more the bases push, a little push, push you know yeah well, you just gotta get that push sometimes so all right what do you have any more on your wish list i've got i've got a bunch more stuff on my let's wish get, you let's know hear i've it. always got a bunch all right, of stuff do, on my wish do list do too open list. too henry you've got a bunch of presents over there. um strings for that u bass finally need yeah to need to get them what are you are you looking at something choice. that's a little like slipperier than what I, you have no on? i want the exact same ones just, just black oh right and not sur- gross surgical used orange yeah white aren't those cream. cheap they're probably like 
Not even 20 bucks for a pack of them, right? I think they're more in the like 30, 40. Oh, range. really? Yeah, they're expensive. Dang. But, you know, it's just things that I like keep forgetting about. But I actually decided to try to compile into a list. And as we were sitting here, I realized that I had the ability to see <laughs> that list. So I busted it open. Oh, cool. Uh, I want to get another mic for the pod for sure. Yep. Cool. I think I want to get that Aston one that's like these. But then I, man, so recording the like the live band, I really could have could have been happy to have another sm7 so I, i'm also thinking maybe i just buy another sm7 because okay. i already know how much i really like them these things are fucking awesome they're amazing um and i really kind of wanted to be able to have another one yesterday so there's that um i also want to get uh we already we already sort of talked about it a couple different mono bags kind of i think i want to get the double Les paul one yeah possibly just the single Les paul one i haven't decided yet but i also don't have any sort of proper case for the gretch Oh, and I would like to get a semi-hollow style, probably a mono. Yeah, for the Gretsch. I love monos, man, but god damn, they're expensive. I mean, they're worth it, and everybody they're, says that's it's the important. thing. They're yeah, yeah. And I've and also use it. also semi recently got to meet the the, oh, the, the owners of of mono. Dude. It's the same company that does Harmony guitars mm-hmm. and Heritage guitars. They also own mono, mm-hmm. um, so. Shout out to our friends there. And also, um, I'm probably going to hit them up, see what they got. Yeah. I need to get me a Gretsch, cool, Gretsch case. I've been, I've been saying this one for a little while for my for my mixing setup. This And this is a, a, a big time one. really want to get a subwoofer mm. because I can in my current living situation. However, that's not to say I will always be living somewhere where I can use a subwoofer. Slam with a subwoofer. <laughs> right. So that's probably lower on the priority list yeah. right there. Um but here, I think, have I told you about this one, how I want to get a, a 15-inch bass cabinet? Yeah, we've, we've, we've briefly talked about it. So I want to get a 15-inch bass cabinet. Preferably, see, the thing is, here, is you're, you have one. No. Yeah. So you have one at the space already, which yeah. is amazing. And you're welcome to use it. But it's for the purposes that I have, it's almost, I think it's a little too big. Oh, okay. I want a slightly like smaller to the ground one because I learn about a, so Again, I did some recording there recently. I've been thinking a lot about it a lot. We've done more. We've done a decent amount of recording over mm-hmm. there now, and, and every time it's getting a little better and better and whatever. But I, I still don't feel completely satisfied with the sounds I'm getting out of the kick drum in there. And I learned about this technique where you basically – it's similar to some other things out there like the, the Yamaha sub kick where it looks like a little drum that you put in front of the kick drum and there's a microphone in there. Well, you basically – long story short – Take this cabinet, turn it around, face it towards the, the front of the kick drum, wire it in reverse, yeah. and then you use it as a microphone. Whoa. And the results that I've heard with it uh, from people doing mixes and stuff and demonstrating on the internet is pretty convincing. It's got to sound awesome. So, yeah, it just adds what I'm missing right now, which is like the the body and oomph and sort of like uh, width of the kick drum. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the adding that, mixing that in there was freaking mind-blowing and mm-hmm. so now yeah i really want to get a small do you have you been looking at any brands or anything like not that? any brands i want to get an old one yep. and i want to get and and really the main thing is that i don't because you're like if i just stuck your 15 inch cabinet in front of a kick drum it doesn't really line up i want one yeah. that's like a little smaller and more compact so sure. that like when it sits in front of the drum yeah, it's like it actually the mills has a huge footprint yeah for, exactly for a 15, it looks like you could put a couple 12s in there oh it's yeah and crazy. that's i mean that's an amazing cab but yeah. I, it's just it's too big for for that kind of purpose uh, check out uh epiphany cabs do you know that oh one? yeah for sure and they're they're really small they're lightweight you can make these ones called the neo cabs See, the thing is those are those are nice and like those are like meant to sound really good playing bass i kind of want like an old i was thinking more something like an old like guild or something from the 70s or something like that where it's got like an old sort of worn in driver because like it's not about i'm not going to use it to play bass through i'm going to use it as a microphone so i just kind of want that like old worn in kind of yeah like 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 the newer ones might have more of like too much of a refined sound yeah exactly i want more just kind of like the dirt oh interesting like like that's that's good news because you could probably find something like that not too bad and i was also thinking maybe i could even try to find an 18 inch cab because i used to have Mm -hmm. an 18 inch guild thunder I think Thunder Bass. The Thunder Bass, yeah. Uh, cab, which was ridiculous. And you probably even played in Volcanoes when I had that at one point. Yeah. Do you that, remember I had that and also like a vertical 410? That might have been what I rehearsed with you guys with because I didn't bring my cab to those rehearsals. Okay. So there you that go. makes sense, yeah. It was kind of obnoxious, uh-huh. um, but I, that that would have been perfect for this. You sold that? I did. Actually, 
I can't remember. I would have to look. I but I do remember that I it, I got rid of that and the vertical four ten in one fell swoop, and I was so happy about yeah. it. I was like not using them. They were gathering dust. I wasn't doing any recording. Although I did actually take for I what reason is beyond me. I can't remember. But I did. I remember doing one gig at Shuba's with. I remember what I think it was my basement. So it was like my basement head with two by twelve cab. Sure. And. My that Gibson Skylark with the with the vertical four by ten cab. Whoa! Uh, like together at the same time All on stage guitar? at Shuba's with both of those with wow. guitar. Yeah, it was it yeah. was a lot. <laughs> um, so I did use that cabinet once, but okay. that I got. Re- I don't. I, I can't remember. Yeah. I think I might have. That might have just. I been remember a cash that rig deal. now. Actually, yeah. now that you mentioned it. Um, yeah, man, those older like fifteens or even eight. I think eighteens are even easier to find. Well, not easier to find, but um, like generally cheaper because people yeah. kind of just get rid of them, you know. Um, so gonna have, gonna start keeping my yeah, eyes that'll be for fun. that I'll, one. I'll yeah. take a look on the old. Yeah, keep your eyes keep your eyes open for, you for some fifteens or eighteens, like yeah. old ones. I I loved that guild and just like the way it looked. So yeah, and they're fucking cool. Looking. They're really cool looking. Nice. But honestly, I would I would almost probably never actually use it for its intended purpose and would just stick it in front of kick drums. Yeah. Well. You know. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I feel like that's enough uh, yeah. greediness for me. I've got a long, long Christmas and uh, holiday list this year. For I sure. love it, man. Yeah, and you know we'll keep piling on. You know we got a few more weeks till Xmas, so we'll uh, maybe we'll have some fresh ones next week. Oh, too. we've got a we've got a fresh episode coming up next week too that everyone's going to be real excited about. Should we? Well, no, we won't spoil it yet. It's, but it, it's a it's a pretty cool guest that yeah. I think you're going to love. That's hearing pretty crazy. Geek out about gear. Yep. All right, buddy. Well, hey. All right, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thankful for you. Thankful for you.